0: Suds, suds! It's time for more suds.
2: Welcome, everyone. Hi. Um, welcome to this sud segment where good beer or good mead beats meets really bad radio. God, Nothing beats speak. really bad radio. <laughs> Stop. Um, I'm your hostess, good old Gal Juliana, and with me today are my esteemed colleagues. <laughs> Like the way I said that. Um, Good old boy, Dave. Uh,
3: I don't know how to respond to that. I've never been called an esteemed
1: colleague before.
2: Mm, Must be the mead talking. Um, Good old boy, Jason.
1: Hello, everyone.
2: And good old boy, Sparky.
1: Avast me, hearties.
3: (laughs) That is so inappropriate.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: Whatever. You just, I mean, that was a euphemism when you were called esteemed. I'm just saying. I'm not sure.
2: (laughs) Elongated. (laughs) of course you would say that well ladies and gents today's episode is well is it really an episode or is it just a really good excuse to drink mead um that's right nectar of the gods and probably the oldest fermented beverage on earth that's what we're going to talk about mead played a role in ancient history throughout europe asia and africa
3: and uh actually good old boy jason and uh someone we used to call good old boy Mike, uh, we call him a lot of different things, uh, have done a couple of episodes before. Uh, one was called Prior Shay, Please Pass the Mead, and the second one was called Covered in Honey. I'd encourage you, anyone who wants to learn more about mead to go back and listen to those episodes, partly because Jason gave a ton of good information about mead, but mostly because... I don't anticipate them learning. Uh, I don't anticipate there being any educational value
4: to this episode. I just hope you guys don't do any more of those British accents for Star Wars impersonations.
1: Nah, man, don't worry. We uh, we only have to do the accents when Mike is here, so we're solid. Oh, I do believe that you are making fun of the fact
0: that there are not high-quality British accents in this show already. <laughs>
4: He showed up.
2: Damn, Who let how him did he in? get in here? Seriously. Well,
0: you we're going to drink in the mead, and you needed good fake British accents to, you know, make this a high-quality mead show again. So, of course, I'm coming. Hashtag sad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Um, hmm. Okay. Good old boy Sparky, why don't you do the suds rating for us? And, um, hmm, I guess you'll have to use a fake accent. Maybe Viking this time?
1: I, I Viking, I mean, is that like, is that I am like, key. no, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good try. What is that like? Some confluence between like Swedish and pirate? Is that what we're going for here?
3: Two parts pirate, one part Swedish chef.
0: You have to chug a beef. Bork,
1: bork, bork. <laughs> All right. So we'll be discussing and rating these beers with these suds rating plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. One. That sucks. Give me anything but a sheep's horn full of fermented cat milk. Man, Two. That sounds nasty. Was that a berserker cleaving a man's skull? <laughs> Three. Ha oh, what a relief. <laughs> yeah, a funny, Four. Right? A body should really may not be making that sound of being struck with a battle axe. Uh, uh, uh. And five. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Listen to that hang time. Give me another bench. two pieces of
1: mutton, and a cast to your finest need. What exactly is mutton? <laughs> uh... It's it's, uh, yeah, it's sheep. It's, it's a grown yeah. sheep. Yeah, it's sheep. It's like tough like See, I was
0: gonna say that's well older. fermented roadkill from Alabama, mm. but
1: you no know, <laughs> <you, sighs> it's it's already, an
4: elder sheep.
1: That's good eats mm. and and uh, I think there's a and,
3: Viking cereal called mutton honey.
1: But. Oh my spleen <laughs> just ruptured. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate that. Dave, sorry. <laughs> oh
3: you son of a <laughs> So today we'll be uh, trying some meads. And here are those meads that we'll be trying today. Uh, from Bee Nectar, we have Tuco-style Freakout, uh, Black Fang, and Kill All the Golfers. From Moonlight Meadery, we have Coffee in Bed and Kurt's Apple Pie. From Arctos Meadery, there's Cricket Song and fairy godmother they have a crazy freaky weird website by the just in case you guys wanted to know
1: should i drink mead before i go to the website or will it make you want to drink mead after do you have to use a fake uh, viking accent while you're reading there actually
3: website? to log in to the website you do have to say something in norwegian mm. uh and then from shrams we have nutmeg honey wine and from harris meadery key lime pie Hmm. Okay. And, the,
0: and the word of the day is, hey, say it again. Bork, Bork, Bork. No, oh, no, no, wait, sorry. <laughs> what's, what's the word of the day?
3: It's Kalsarakanit
1: Zaraka. Kalsarakanit.
3: Kalsarakanit. Mm. Everyone say that. Kalsarakanit.
1: Kalsarakanit. Y'all yes. said it wrong, nope.
3: just kidding.
1: Wow. <laughs> okay. Denied.
2: Well, just in case there are people listening who aren't quite sure what mead is or never saw it or anything like that, Codal Boy Jason, please give us some of the basics.
4: All right. Mead is fermented honey, a fermented honey beverage. Mm -hmm. I hope no one's allergic. But yeah, an ancient beverage, uh, honey and water uh, mixed together, fermented out. Uh, there are an infinite number of varieties that you can do with mead, but uh, let me give you a couple of basics. You'll see the term methligan. Now that's uh, honey with herbs and spices. I thought meth was death.
1: I was going to say, I saw Breaking Bad.
4: I know mm. what that's about. I'm yeah, with you, bro. There, there's, no, there's no herbs and spices in that, but there is in methligan.
3: There's lithium batteries and um, <laughs> cold medicine.
4: Braggot's another one. That's uh, mead with uh, malted grains, so kind of a mix of beer and uh, beer and mead. Then you have pymet, which is mead with grapes, so kind of a blend of wine and and mead. And then finally, melomel is another variety. There's there's more besides these four, but melomel is a common one, and that is meads with fruits other than. Grapes, so your berries and your citrus and things of that nature. Uh, those are probably the four most common things you'll see out in the market. Uh, aside from your straight meads, which can have various uh, strengths, so you'll see the term sack mead or session mead sometimes. Those uh, those varieties are out in the market. Uh, those would be just straight honey.
1: I long for the day when somebody will say, "Man, that was a really crushable
4: session mead." Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no so. it's it's out there folks i mean there are some six uh five six percent meads out there in the market and, and being made by homebrewers and people of that nature
2: uh wow okay
3: so uh all right well let's talk more drinky i'll go first wait why am i going first damn it okay who wrote this
0: Yeah, out there. That's usually what goes through my head all the time. Who wrote this, Dave?
3: (laughs) Fine. So we're each going to talk about our top three, uh, and I will start. My favorite of the flight. Notice how I spaced out my words to
4: create a... Dramatic effect. Antissa. I thought that's just because you couldn't find your place on the page. Shut
3: (laughs) shut up. They don't have to know that.
0: It's a really long category for Dave. I can't find my place (laughs) on
3: the page. I I hate you guys so much. Okay, so my favorite was (laughs) I hate you guys so much. (laughs) Have I mentioned that I hate you guys so much? dot com. So my favorite of the flight was Tuco Style Freakout from Bee Nectar. Uh, It's, let's see, it's orange blossom honey, awesome, agave nectar, more awesome, lime juice, and lime zest. That's pretty basic, um, but it's very good. Uh, It's pale green and crystal clear with a fizzy head that disperses swiftly to the rim.
1: I didn't write it. That's just what it says. Uh, Do you guys need some time alone? All right. Uh, Tart lime
3: engulfs the tongue, followed to a creamy... Wait, wait Good Lord. (laughs) Followed by a creamy sweetness of honey and agave. Can you taste the climax? Oh, wait. I said that in the other episode. Uh, Medium bodied with a lime pith. It is pith, P-I-T-H. Bitterness on the semi-dry finish. A zip of acidity adds to the wonderful balance of the sweet, tart, and bitter flavors. Well, what can I really add to that other than uh, it's pretty good?
2: <laughs> wow.
3: Um, it's very citrusy. Definitely pick up a lot of the lime. Um, nice, crisp finish. Very light-bodied. I give this Tuco's style freakout a...
5: Four.
3: My next one is also from Bee Nectar. Kill all the golfers.
2: Not just some of them?
3: No, especially the ones at this table. For- <laughs> all of them. Four. Uh, this is a mead with black tea and lemon juice. Uh, it's got I don't know, gallberry honey? Gallbladder gallberry. honey?
1: Gallberry.
3: It's got gallbladder honey, <laughs> black tea and lemon juice. It's deep gold. And it, it's got a bunch of big words on it, too. Um,
1: it's the Arnold Palmer of meads.
3: Yeah, if Arnold Palmer was a mead, this would be his drink. Um, and you can taste the old golfer in it.
2: <laughs> okay, we'll come back to you in just a minute. Mm-hmm.
5: on the road, my darling, wondering if we're only passing through. Open roads and open windows, my hand is yours forever, sweet
2: love. Welcome back, ladies and gents. We are in the middle of a special mead episode.
0: Have you tried the honey liquor we call mead? See, it's good time for more fake British accents.
3: No, see, that was a good that, British that was, accent. Oh, well. Man. <laughs> yeah. And he was know. not fake. It's
0: from Scotland. <laughs> <So>.
2: Wow. <laughs> Anyways, good boy Dave was waxing poetic about. I was his... talking about
3: killing golfers, or <sighs> no, a mead called "Kill All the Golfers" from Bee Nectar Meadery.
0: I think and Dave Savary. would be one of those guys. He would just walk all over my line all day long. He'd go, "Wait, were you? Go- was your ball going to go right there?" <laughs>
3: I'd be the guy driving the cart, looking for the nineteenth hole. Mm. Isn't that uh, the beer girl? No, I know what they call that? You know, oh. you have to drive. I... On, you
0: have to drive on the left hand side <laughs> on the golf course, though.
3: Is uh, it British? Oh, see, now you got me doing it. You
0: tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my evil plan is coming through. <laughs> well,
3: the reason I like uh, I, I like kill all the golfers. uh like the last mead I talked about, it's got a lot of citrus in it, but it's a different kind of citrus. It's a, a heavier uh, lemon flavor versus the lime um, that that mixes well with the black tea. And um, it's still it's really full body. It's only six percent alcohol, but it's it's a very good mead. And I gave it a four.
5: Finally, uh,
3: what is Uh, A big surprise to me is I've never even heard of these guys before, but it's a great mead. It is from Harris Meadery Key Lime Pie. Um, I'm guessing it probably tastes like Key Lime Pie. I don't eat Key Lime Pie, but uh, if I did, this is what Key Lime Pie would taste like. Nailed it. Um, (laughs) Let's see. I'm just reading through some stuff. It's done well in Jacksonville, apparently, uh, Florida. So I think they grow a lot of key limes in Florida. Mike, is that true? True or false? Yes,
0: they do grow uh, key limes in Florida. We actually uh, had a key lime tree um, at one of our homes in uh, Florida for a while. Did like you have save.
3: your own manservant to pick the key limes off the tree for you?
0: He did, but he had a very fake British accent about him, and I just had to let him go.
3: Did you... <laughs> Did you have to punish him when he dropped the key limes?
0: Mm. I'm sure you did. No, I'm not quite sure, sure whether did. I did that or not. So Sp-
3: Spoil the rod. Mm. Spare the key lime, Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Mm. Uh, anyways, this is a really cool, refreshing. It has a nice sweetness. Um, it's it's very, uh, it, it's kind of in between the other two. It's not as dry, and it's not as full-bodied, but it's just a very, very drinkable mead and I really like it and I also gave it a four uh, 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 am I done
2: you're done
4: so done we can all like, breathe a sigh of relief
2: yes super meat man boy, done. How, how awesome is that <laughs> wow all um, right
4: well I've also picked out three from our lineup today uh, I'm gonna start with cricket song from Arctos Meadery Mm, mm, Really? Really? I get crickets? I I get crickets? Just because it's in the name doesn't mean no.
0: It's because you don't have a good fake British accent.
4: Alright. Arctos Meadery. Uh, So here's their description on this uh, wonderful beverage. Just as the cricket chirped at sunset for the villagers of the place of many trees, we too now give you a melody of the bitter and the sweet. So imported Guatemalan green beans, roasted and cold-brewed in Grand Rapids. Green beans? Green beans. Fused with honey and forged into that perfect harmony between mead and cava. Evening is fast approaching. Wake up and dance to the sweet rhythms of our cricket song. So uh, this one for me, uh, every coffee mead that I ever have from this point forward, shall be judged against Cortez from Black Mountain Cider Works in Asheville, North Carolina. And unfortunately, this one didn't quite beat it out, but it was a very close second of the, of the coffee meads that I've had. Uh, to get coffee flavor into a mead without getting harsh bitterness and things of that nature is is a I believe it's a challenge uh, from what I've from what I've tasted in the past. But this one for me, uh, enjoyable rich aroma. Uh, both of the flavors of the the coffee and a, a little honey in there as well. The the honey holds and and, and carries through. Uh, just a little bit of bitterness, but but not overpowering at all. And this one gets a suds rating of three from me. All right. Next up on my list uh, from Bee Nectar, one of my favorite meateries, uh, just because they are. Uh, prolific and out in the market quite a bit they have some great offerings black fang i enjoyed quite a bit and black fang from bee nectar is a mead with blackberries clove and orange jest orange zest excuse me in essential essential elements sweet blackberries cloves orange je- orange i cannot say that word why do i want to say jest Jester King? <laughs> Jester King, maybe. I don't know. You're yeah. a joker.
2: Maybe if you tried it with a fake British accent, it would taste
0: better. <laughs> it's not a. T- <laughs> it, it might taste.
4: It might sound better, but it would. It would. It would not. It would not taste better. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, appearance: deep red with an enduring lacy white head. Sweet, pungent aroma. Balanced clove, spicy, uh, floral notes. Uh, Let's see. There are other notes here. Sweet and smooth with a full-bodied dark berry wine character reminiscent of Spanish sangria and and Grenache grape wine. The creamy and carbonated mouthfeel finishes dry with a firm clove aftertaste. Uh, 6% on this one, so not a huge overpowering beverage. My own personal tasting notes on this one. Very berry forward. Uh, Some light apricot notes at times for me. Uh, kind of interesting, uh, pretty good balance of sweetness with the fruit, but if I had to knock this one just a little bit, I think they lost some of the honey character. I think it's overpowered a little bit by the, by the berry. And I don't get as much of the spicy, uh, character coming through over that berry either. I think the berries, it kind of, kind of pushed everything that it's there, but pushed it a little to the back. Uh, very enjoyable, very drinkable. Uh, does get that wine like character. I give this one a suds rating of three as well. Uh. All right, so uh, my last one on the list is uh, one of these ones that uh, we, we talked about methlegon earlier on. This falls into the methlegons category. So this is from Shram's and it is nutmeg honey wine. Uh, honey wine's just another word for me. And this one, let's, see, let's get their description on this one. Shram's nutmeg utilizes the seed of a tropical evergreen. And I can't even begin to pronounce the actual word for that. Mysterica fran- Fragrance. Eh, not too bad. Native of the islands of Indonesia.
0: If you'd used a fake British accent, that would have been correct. <laughs> <laughs> Probably.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Its aroma is warm, uh, creamy, and full-bodied, making it a seasonal favorite for chilly fall evenings. Paired with honey, nutmeg creates a concentrated, voluptuous mead, which pairs beautifully with fish and roasted poultry. And on this one, my own personal notes, um, spice and sweetness all over the aroma. Uh, Honestly, for me, uh, a little too sweet of a finish uh the splice spices play well with the honey and there is plenty of honey character here left which i look for in a good mead i don't want that honey to get wiped out by all the adjuncts that are added to it uh, but th- it, again if i had to knock this one maybe just a little bit too sweet of a finish it's definitely a, a fireside sipping warm weather kind of mead
3: would you have it with fish
4: I would think uh, a more robust fish it might hold up uh, the fish might hold up against it but if you're talking what light, about a
3: Swedish fish
4: well I, I <laughs> one of the worst experiences of my life fermented shark Ooh. don't go there did people, you lose a bet people just yeah, I, we didn't lose it wasn't a bet it was you ate it willingly it was bet. it it between bit, that and lutefisk and you it was, just it was a bit of, it was a bit of a challenge laid out to all present uh, it was a horrendous experience, a and manhood. that's all I have to say about mm. that.
0: Would this guy wear a spotty dick?
1: <laughs> no, but an ointment will. You might want to get that looked at, Mike. <laughs> the meat is not going to. It's not
5: going to help you. Knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> all
4: right, we've got to move on here, folks. Nutmeg <sighs> honey wine from me. Suds rating three
3: is there
0: really anywhere to go from here. It's one of the few times that I wish that we would take a picture. It was just his reaction, you know, <laughs> at that
1: moment it was just like wow.
2: Okay, moving right along. <laughs> yeah. Um good old boy Sparky, what are your top picks?
1: So, I I think I think my first one is going to have to be uh the nutmeg honey wine from Shrams. I I'm I've got a bit of a sweet tooth myself and uh I don't think there's anything <coughs> As too much sugar and I love, you know, like a good ruby port, crusty with sugar and all that good stuff. I love those things as well. And, and I just, I thought this was great. It was really interesting because, uh, I don't think we've gotten to this yet, but we had, um, when it came to adjunct flavors, we actually had some really great examples and some really not great examples. Mm. Um, one of them that I will not mention at the moment, uh, was like getting punched in the face with a, like a box of false seasonings. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was um it was pretty uh terrifying but um but then you taste the shrams and it's you know it's nice it's sweet it's just like you know again like i i think i would recline in a smoking jacket in a well worn chair next to the fire and i don't know take advantage of myself <laughs> or something with a glass of this the
4: key is <laughs> no pants Pantsless. no pounds, pants pants wait, allowed wait
1: the word Call it. it's how yeah, it. nuken see? I brought yeah. that back. Wow! Somehow you jingle. Somehow yeah. you took that
3: word and made it dirty. Like it was kind of weird before. Jingle but you to go really,
1: I use my uh, mouth prettier than a five-dollar whore. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, in
3: today's economy, have you seen any five-dollar? <laughs> <laughs> And not Cuba. that pretty, and I think that <laughs> was even talented. I think
1: that was even inflated from the uh, Blazing Saddles version too. So, but uh, just so balanced and smooth, sweet. Uh, uh, I don't know, maybe it was too sweet, but there's no such thing. So I will take it, and uh, I'd have to give that a four. That was a, a delightful uh, surprise, uh, uh, especially in contrast to the one that was like getting punched in the face with fall seasoning packet number five.
3: Have you really <laughs> been punched in the face with fall seasoning?
1: Yes, it's a Jewish tradition. Actually, <laughs> it's true.
3: It's a test of uh, it's when you become a man,
1: it's, that's how they do it. It's yeah, it's not pretty. Nice. I think my number two on this list uh, was would have to be uh, kill all the golfers. Uh, not only because I enjoy uh, Carl Spackler, uh, one of my great heroes of all time, but uh, just I i love honor Arnold Palmer. See, you can't say. You can't speak Latin. I can't speak uh, Arnold Palmer's name without messing it up. You know, we all have our foibles. Um, it would sound better with a fake British accent.
3: I'm tired of hitting the buzzer, dude. The, the
1: rest of this episode. <laughs> it tasted of apricots. There you go. See, very good. But uh, but yeah, I. Uh, you know, Arnold Palmer's are one of my uh, dirty pleasures uh, during the summer, especially when you had.
3: You to have them. several dirty pleasures.
1: I am a filthy man.
4: Lemon <laughs> belongs <laughs> nowhere near tea.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh my. I'm just, you're wrong there, but you can agree to <laughs> disagree. Bygones. Once oh, it your
5: lips, it's so good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but no, I got, I got some nice. Uh, you know, nice, uh, almost apricots at the beginning is kind of what hit me. It was weird. I didn't really get the citrus until the back end. And then just like a big rush of black tea. And then the uh, lemon at the end. You know, not too sweet. Um, really just enjoyed the heck out of it. Um, see. I'm trying to find it right now. Here we go. One more time.
3: Do it. Do it.
1: Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. That reminds me like back when I was addicted to Snapple and the uh, – 90s, right? I mean, that's like that's that's it, right there. Weren't we all? Plus booze. Hello,
0: my name is Jason, and I am addicted to Snapple in a British accent. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, Ban. you know, yeah. once again,
3: I'm banning your British accent. Okay. So,
1: right. so I'm going to go and give that one a four two. Wait,
3: um, a four or a two?
1: Four a two? Forty two? Well. Uh, it is uh, the meaning uh, of life. Uh, it is. It's true. Um, and then I think I was going to cover one that uh I didn't care for. Matter of fact, I would call this bottled hatred. Um, I don't think that's hyperbole. I think that's Put it. that coffee down. Damn skippy, Mr. Baldwin. <laughs> um, so, uh, so we had this amazing, I thought cricket song was fantastic. A uh, great example of a coffee. That was the first time I had a coffee meet and it was great. Fortunately, I tried that first because the next thing I tried was, uh, good God, coffee in bed.
3: My tasting notes
1: were, no, sir.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Nope.
1: Um, Here, I'm going to subject myself to this because I like uh, self-abuse. One moment. Um, He likes
4: the pain, folks.
1: (sighs) Jesus Christ. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, I want to scrape my tongue off. Um, Oh, my God. Uh, so somebody said it tasted like what you rinse your mouth out with medicinally at the dentist. I think that's that's probably one of the tasting notes. Um, I, I think I think this would be a great thing to drink on a bet. You know, if you lost a bet and needed something to wash down fermented the shark,
3: fermented shark, yeah. The
1: fermented shark just really chases well with. Uh, Coffee in bed. Uh, I don't know what's going on in this. I
4: I do think I would try the fermented shark again before I tried coffee in bed. Oh again. snap! Wow. Dang.
5: <laughs> Cold wow.
1: blooded. Um.
3: I bet the fermented shark people are going to start using that as their tagline. Well, not it,
1: as bad as this. <laughs> yeah, it's better than
3: coffee in bed.
1: <laughs> but man, it's it's uh it's a train wreck. I don't even know how I can describe how bad this is. Does anybody else have any? <laughs> Pithy uh, comments to describe there. Just stop making it. Yeah, please, please. This actually, this episode is an intervention to tell you to please, for the love of God, stop making this. Do something else. Scotty, don't. Don't.
2: Well, my question is, is was there even honey in there? Like, I, I searched really hard to try to find a hint of honey, and I just couldn't. It's like
1: bad coffee that vanishes into this really disappointing flask. I don't think sweetness. it's as bad
3: now as it was. Like, now that it's warmed up, it's not as bad as it was. It's just really, no, really, it's really sweet.
1: It's <laughs> no, it's
2: not it's Well, he
3: didn't say it in a British accent, so I guess and, that I'll have to go
1: And that. Uh, no British accents. I'm going to have to give this Sumagun a big fat number one. Well, wow. Uh,
0: all the bitterness just basically sweeps away the rest of your palate and Yum. it's not in a good way you know and you can <clears throat> can see what this looked like maybe on the recipe you know but it is just not working Um, I think what's interesting is here on our show notes is that this actually
4: did quite well in a meat competition and I'm like mmm
0: did we have the same thing? <laughs> you
4: know? Yeah, bronze medal at the International Mazer competition in the open mead category. Uh, but I did find one note that they had here interesting. Mediterranean cucumber salad. Um what?
1: Yeah, I, I've I've been to the Mediterranean. I've had their cucumber salad. And I'm going to call shenanigans on that tasting <laughs> note. That's uh, my official stance. They what would
3: it? ask you to leave.
4: This is, yeah. this is followed quickly by Baba Ganoush. <laughs> Fresh vegetables and Jamaican jerk chicken. Maybe, right.
1: maybe a food truck, a couple of food trucks ran into the tasting table, and there was an accident. So, right would, as,
0: would you give this to a friend you hate or a relative you hate? Hmm. A relative
1: friend that I hate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's staring right at me <laughs> and I'm saying that. You know which is,
1: I what? didn't blink either.
0: <laughs> 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 Just you know, dead yeah. on.
1: Mm or would you give it to people that have
0: really made fake and British accents? <laughs>
1: I'm not even hitting that. <laughs> Some people that. deliver a fish wrapped in newspaper, other people will give you coffee and bed. Mm, there you go. Mm. Wow.
2: Okay. Well, we will <laughs> we will continue on in just a minute um, after this brief interlude. It's not
5: just the destination, but there the whole inhalation riding down this lover. Avenue As slow as a willow blows, or as fast as the world wind grows, we glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue. Look to the left, to the right, and keep your eyes on the road, my darling. Wondering if we're on passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view
2: Welcome back, everyone. We are in a Heated mead debate, coffee or no coffee. (laughs) Well, Well, there's some coffee. Coffee Coffee is a beautiful thing. Coffee when it's not weaponized. The right coffee. Yeah, but
3: someone doesn't pour hot coffee on you in bed.
4: Maybe that's.
1: Well, some people maybe like that, Dave. And I don't think you should. I know on certain certain parts of you or other people.
4: Yeah. Is it okay if it's wax from a coffee scented candle? (laughs) <laughs> um, no
1: No, that's just over the line Who peels uh, it off?
2: Well, isn't that wow. the point? Well, the barista! the and barista And we're back
0: to the group therapy
2: <laughs> Okay it's
3: got, it's got dark really quick
2: Next up is good old boy Mike oh, In a plethora bring... of accents <clears throat> Who no, will he be next? Do, I will
0: not do any Maybe uh, oh, come no, on. Let's not even go come there. on. Yeah. So, uh, in my top three out of today's flight, uh, number one is the uh, Black Fang from Bee Nectar. Um, Jason uh, has already covered some of the background on this. My own tasting notes for that uh, particular uh, mead is, uh, this is Blackberry City all the way. Um, that was the thing that really caught me. Oddly, I'm not a Blackberry fan. Uh, and so... I thought, uh, I, well, yeah, I thought it was raspberries. Yeah, I thought that was your... There's a long list of, of, of berries that I don't particularly enjoy, but... Um, Berry manilow? <laughs> yeah.
1: I thought so, raspberry was your safe word. Uh, no, <laughs> no. That's, a, that's a different show. It's rutabaga. My safe word is nuclear green.
0: So anyway. Wow. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is definitely a blackberry city all the way. Uh, it was tart. It was floral. It was really complex. Um, I really, uh, this was easily my favorite in the, uh, in the entire flight. My sedge rating is a four for this. Uh, 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 so one of the things I enjoyed, uh, I love how Jason said that the berries kind of overwhelmed this. And I thought that was a, a pretty good representation of the, some of the sweet aspects that you would traditionally look for within uh, a great mean Maybe got a little bit lost in this. Um, so if there was anything that I would say would probably improve it a bit, would be some measure of, of sweetness to come back in this. But don't lose the essence of the blackberry. I Maybe a-, a stronger variety of honey?
4: Yeah, a little more honey flavor. It doesn't necessarily have to be sweetness, but the character of the honey, uh, the uh, both the aroma and the flavor, if you could carry a little bit through, uh, more through past the berry. Like uh, what's a...
3: Like- tupelo or or what's like a really assertive honey i know buckwheat honey is pretty
4: buckwheat wouldn't wouldn't be appropriate here uh but but tupelo is very distinctive in flavor Uh, uh, some of your single uh single varietal type honeys might carry through as well Mm. well number two here
0: on my lineup is uh something we've talked about extensively all as well which is kill all the golfers from bee nectar um, I think one of the things that I like about this product the most is its wide availability. Um, I can't begin to tell you how many markets that I've been into where bee nectar is in that market. Yeah, and most importantly, this product is on the shelf. I've probably seen um, kill all the golfers and more on premise. You know, restaurants as well um, is probably one of the more popular uh, meads that I've seen. Um, the one thing that struck out to me and in, in terms of my tasting notes was right off their uh, own description, which is black tea and lemon juice. And I think for people where that taste profile that they like from uh, traditional English style teas where you're having it, you know, traditionally with a lemon wedge and, and maybe a, a touch of cream, you know, even with that. Uh, this is right in that, you know, very traditional um, uh, flavor profile. Um uh, you know, instead of me actually writing a bunch of tasting notes, the tasting notes or that were in their description really were a very accurate description. Yeah. It wasn't one of those times where I went, I don't know what you were tasting, but it's nothing like what was on that marketing shtick. So, actually, I thought this one was dead on. Uh, so, you really do get an awful lot of that very uh, robust uh, black tea. Uh, the lemon, both lemon peel is there. Um, so... I really enjoyed the balance of all this as well. This was really a, a very solid uh, product for me, also a four. <clears throat>
3: Man, bee nectar. I mean, they make so many meads and they're in so many places. They must go through a butt ton of honey.
4: Well, that's one hey. of that's one of the nice things about them is they do have a great deal of market saturation, but they are consistent. Uh, they have high quality. I I don't know that I've had anything bad from them yet. Uh, there may be favorites, ones that stand out beyond others, but uh, th- th- they just have great consistency, great quality in their product, and the fact that they're able to get that out in the market in with, with so, in so many different markets is just outstanding.
0: Hmm. Well, the last thing in my lineup here is something that we have talked about quite a bit already, uh, so I'm not going to um, uh, talk about this one a whole lot, which is the Keyline Pie from Harris Meatery. My uh, own tasting notes, I really thought this was well balanced. <clears throat> probably of the everything we had in this flight today, this was probably the best made product uh, that we had in all of these meads. I could really taste, uh, even within the, the samples that we had today, there was just something about the element of uh, uh, um, just it was a well-finished product. And it just reminded me something of where the artistry was really coming through in the product itself. And, uh, you know, this has really had a lot of uh, industry accolades, and I don't really think they're uh, overselling it here at all. I really think this was also a solid four for me. I thought the uh, one of the interesting, uh, I actually put both the key lime you know, products out as the last ones that I wanted to taste because I was very concerned about how that would kind of overwhelm my palate. And I just didn't want to be fighting that through the rest of the flight. And I was really shocked when I kind of got around to this, you know, after going through everything else, I was like, hmm, wow, I wish I had to put those up front as opposed to on the uh, last part of the flight to enjoy, because this was actually uh, quite good. And uh, I would definitely come back around to that. I'm not a huge Key Lime, you know, fan um, it's just, you know, a little too acidic, you know, for me in the, in the lime family. And maybe it is cause I grew up, you know, just, um, Mike, can you go out and, you know, pick a, pick a bowl of, uh, key limes, you know, squeeze off and, uh, you know, I it just was, there's something about the acidic nature of that particular lime variety.
4: Well, I think, uh, I think you hit the nail on the head there with that one, the, the, Key lime works well in the mead. I've had other versions. I've made versions uh, of mead that uh, had key lime in them, and that acidity and the, and the and the citrus character cuts through the sweetness of the honey. Yeah. And and what impressed me with this key lime from Harris Meadery was that they still had a lot of honey character left in it. It wasn't overpowered by the citrus by the key lime, uh, but uh, it, it also didn't finish too sweet too cloyingly sweet uh, they were in great balance and like i said that that acidity cut right through the sweetness but left you with the wonderful honey character
3: i think that 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 speaks to how well they control their fermentation too because they let it go long enough to not be too sweet but they didn't let it dry out either you know it it finished at about the right place Mm.
0: I'd wanted to talk about that we haven't covered that was uh, definitely on the bottom for me. Um, <laughs> and so I have like this image of, uh, I want to say it's a uh, Carol Kane. Um, that played the part in Scrooge, um, where she's coming down and her, you know, she's she's kicking her legs and she's about to talk with you know Bill Murray and, and she's going, oh, I don't know how she said it anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh come she on, she almost come had on, an, a British accent. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. she doesn't have a she doesn't have a British accent. She was just like, and we go back and forth and back and forth and she slaps him on the, you know, with the toaster and and she goes, it was just anyway um so you had to be there fairy yeah. godmother from Arcos Meadery um, is uh, uh, what I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about here not this part you know in uh, in Scrooge but you know uh so their description here uh, some of their flavor profile uh, explains exactly why this uh giant uh, blender of uh spice hell is not working. <laughs> Uh, wow. Uh so it says that they have transformed yeah. pumpkin, cinnamon, ginger and other enchanting spices.
1: Hmm. Is that like getting <laughs> is that like getting hit in the head with a nope. spice bag? Yeah, into yeah. a
0: golden carriage steeped in honey and ate, aged in oak. Yeah, it's just a mess. Um in fact the thing I wrote down, it's just a nutmeg bomb. This is like a pumpkin spice from hell. That's going on. I you know, this is something that I'm afraid that someone would give me as a gift, and I wouldn't even re-gift this bad boy. I would just pour it down the drain. Dang. It just was really bad. The only thing I could hear was like the Nutcracker suite, you know, playing in the <laughs> back, in the background, going, "Please tell me this is over very, very soon." We're actually going to get back into some real food in January. Um, so yeah, this was a this was a solid suds one for me, and I'm being kind.
1: And I think it was interesting like having that next to the the Shram's nutmeg honey wine because you saw how I mean nutmeg is a, a weaponized spice. It can be very powerful. Well but also
3: how so they also did the cricket song. Yeah. And so that one showed a lot of control in how they handled the coffee. This one I, I it it smells like if you were just gonna smell it, it smells amazing. It's it's like really delicious, but it's the flavors are really... A little. A then little, you have to
1: take
4: out a restraining
1: order after it attacks your tongue.
3: Don't put it in your nose, Mike. Just smell it.
4: Well, I have to agree with you. That was one of my tasting notes as well was there's a wonderful aroma on this. I enjoyed it. I was looking forward to that first sip. I took that first sip and I immediately wanted to expel it from my he, mouth and he wanted nose to have some fermented shark right away. I think
0: I just have a thing with you know that flavor profile for pumpkin beers and pumpkin. I think
3: meats. we're also burned out. I know a guy that can help you out beers. there.
1: Yeah. But, uh, I'm sorry. Let's get so to Joy.
2: Okay. Well, the first one that I want to talk about is one that we didn't talk about and was the last one of the. the The bad three, if that makes any sense. Um, It's Kurt's apple pie from Moonlight Meadery. And I had high expectations coming in on this because, well, based on the description, it's our biggest selling mead made with local apple cider, Madagascar bourbon vanilla, and Vietnamese cinnamon spice. Get your piece of the pie. This mead is a great after-dinner dessert wine that is perfect finish to any holiday meal. Two-time medal winner at the Mazer Cup International. Okay, and I'm thinking apple pie mead. Yeah, that's good. We've had some apple pie-ish meads before and they've been yummy. And then I had this one and
3: and she cried.
2: Well, I did because the spices were off, the apple was off, the wine was off. There just was I, I was I was searching for the pie and I just couldn't find it at all. It was I mean, I don't know if this was just a bad batch or or what? But I mean, I've had other um, needs from Moonlight, and I've let, I've enjoyed them. But this one too, just like the coffee in bed, it was just such a letdown. And um, this one, I gave it to
3: It's not a tumor.
2: Now, that uh. being said, let me get to the good stuff. Um, first of all, Harris Meadery Key Lime Pie. Okay. When I think of key lime pie, it's it's sweet and it's acidic, and then it's got that graham cracker softness. That kind, you know, that's the kind of perfect key lime pie that I look forward to in the summer. And this was in there, and it was beautiful. I mean. I know there's no graham crackers in there or any sort of graham there cracker
1: There's could Yeah, there actually is. Is uh, there? Okay. A little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of the okay. like, graham crackery crust kind of because thing. Because it right? was there.
2: It was there. And the thing is, is it was beautiful. And like you guys said, the acidity kind of cut through the heaviness of what a mead could be and made it just absolutely perfect. I don't know what you guys are doing there in Florida, but please keep doing it
3: and send it to us
2: and make your way to Tennessee please it's absolutely stunning um and i gave that one a 5 the second one that i was really in love with was the shrams and it's not just because it was shrams although i mean let's be real folks it's shrams what have they ever made that was bad but what i loved about it was that it lingered on the tongue. It stayed there, but it wasn't overwhelming. It was just enough of a nutmeg, so you get that spiciness without it being a winter spice bomb. And <laughs> well, you know what those are. But the honey on this, I, I felt, was a little different too, and blended so well with the nutmeg, which. I know there's very there's there's so many different types of, of honey used, but whatever they use for this particular mead, I thought, was very well paired with the nutmeg. And it just was, I mean, it's more beyond a, a dessert mead to me. This thing was just it was a meal in itself and it lingered in all the right ways, and I, I just was in love with it. And this one I gave a four. Uh,
5: uh, uh
2: and quickly the arctos the cricket song first of all the labeling is badass second of all <laughs> the color on it was exquisite and thirdly the coffee on it was delicate coffiness. for lack yeah it was delicate it wasn't in your face coffee overwhelming can't get any honey or sweetness afterwards this was the most delicate Coffee I could ever want in a mead, and really enjoyed in a mead, and I, this was stunning. And I gave it a four. Uh, well, okay, I guess we're just about done. Then we're we done.
3: We? Everybody done. Any
2: Sparky? last words?
1: No.
0: <laughs> I like mead. <laughs> you know, I have that overwhelming feeling that I need to go home drunk, alone in my underwear. With no intention of going out or as the, as they say it there,
1: it is. Kasarik Kanits. There you go. Kasarik Kanits.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's awesome to know. Well, we hope you enjoyed this rather interesting episode and you can catch all of our very interesting episodes online as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host iTunes and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy our show on your phone. Just search for Sip Suds Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. Be sure to tap subscribe and the show will always be on your phone like your best friend.
3: We love your feedback, well most of it, and you can reach us online at info at com. Our
1: daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip Suds and Smoke. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social
4: media platforms. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. We greatly appreciate it.
2: Well, I want to thank all of our hosts for joining us today. Oh, really quick as we close out. I want... Oh, no. Never mind. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I just want to say goodbye to everyone. Good old boy, Dave. Dave.
0: Hey,
3: what's in your maid, honey? <laughs>
0: I'll tell oh you later. Oh my God. That Go- joke would be a lot better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if it was just with a fight British accent. What's of in course. your maid, Oni? <laughs> boy, Jason.
4: Goodbye, everyone. And I like mead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good old boy, Sparky.
4: Kalsara Kanet. Thank you. Well said.
2: Good old boy, Mike.
0: Hey, thanks for joining us for this episode. Come back, join us once again. And I'll ask you to keep on sipping.
2: Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to us. Keep on chuggling.